Hello, dear listener. This is Basement Gaming episode 47. My name is Herb, and I am joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Hello, hello. So this week, we discuss the event that we all know as E3. We're going to give the highlights, the lowlights, our impressions, and we're just going to go from there. If you enjoy the show, please feel free to follow us on your podcast listening app of choice on Twitter at BasementGaming9 for updates and notifications when new episodes come out. With the formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. Does E3 have a theme song? <laughs> no, but for some reason my head I just kept hearing like the Monday Night Football song. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking like, didn't it, like the ESPN yeah. theme. I was like, is there, is there an E3 like a thing that they play? They exactly. We just get copyright struck by. I know, right? <laughs> Like your singing okay. was too good, yeah, <laughs> too right? close to the original. <laughs> All right, so um, okay, so I told myself that I wasn't gonna be too negative on E3 during this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start us off with the most negative thing that I could think of, and then I'll try to stay even keel from that, and I get more negative. So okay. like my 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 thoughts my thoughts of this E3 could be summed up in like one like phrase. That phrase is, I had no expectations, and yet I was still disappointed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, how you're going to start? As it says, yeah, this is the worst. This is it can, it, it can only get better from that. You, maybe you'll turn me around. You're, I feel like this was your E3. This was not my E3. I feel like this E3 didn't show me anything that I wanted to see. It didn't show me anything new that surprised me or that piqued my interest past oh once this is on sale for like ten dollars i'll try it like nothing past that N- nothing i was just like i have to buy this on release like I-, I didn't feel like that for any of the games uh, we'll, mm. we'll go we'll go more into it okay because I-, okay. I have some i have some reasons for some of I, these games I-, I see what you're coming from yeah I-, I have some reasons for some of these games but Overall, I came out of this E3 and I was just like, I don't even know what to think. So I just won't think anything. So this is you. Here we go. Give me, give me your, the, your biggest highlight of E3. Biggest. Okay. Thing. Well, uh, first I should I should say foremost that you know I work at Microsoft. I don't work like with the Xbox or anything like that, but I do work at Microsoft. So you know, take my opinion with a grain of salt when I say that I thought the Xbox conference was really good. Um, you know, we saw this podcast before I started working at Microsoft. So, and you know, since the beginning, I've always been like really big on Xbox and really like the trajectory they've been going. I didn't, I didn't like the Xbox One. I never got an Xbox One. Uh, the PS4 is obviously a way better deal. Um, but I feel like ever since then, they've been working a lot to get more, you know, get more hype around them. And Game Pass has been doing really good, de- really good. And with the Xbox S and X, just been a lot of hype. And them buying up all these studios. And so coming up to this E3. My thing was just, I just want to see the games. Like, I want to see the stuff that they've been working on. Like, all all the studios they've been buying, like, it needs to lead up to something. And I feel like today, or, or this week, at E3, we kind of got a glimpse of that. Like, we, we just, we're starting to see the, see the fruits. And that's what got me really hyped. It wasn't about, 
hey, we're buying this studio when we're doing this at the console. It was just it was like a PlayStation conference where it's just like, hey, we're going to play a YouTube uh, playlist <laughs> of a bunch of game trailers of games coming out. It's going to get you really hyped. Oh, and by the way, pretty much all these games are going to be for free if you have Game Pass. Which gets yeah, me really the, hyped. Yeah, the fruits of their labor when it comes to Game Pass is is really coming together here. Their 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 Game Pass cinematic universe is <laughs> is coming to, to a to an end here. So yeah, and it's just like because you were saying like you know you you'd say oh like that game looks cool, I'll play it when it's like ten bucks. And for me, because I know that all these games I'm gonna be getting for free, I'm just like I, I get excited about games that I would be kind of excited about. You know what I mean? Because like oh like that looks like a really fun game. I can't wait that that comes out. Because I'm definitely just going to play it on day one because I can, and so yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. and so like games like Somerville. Like, uh, oh, sorry. I was just like, that's interesting because I feel like that's exactly what the purpose of Game Pass was. I think mm-hmm. it really stuck the idea in your head. It was like because there, there are so many games out there, right? And because games are fifty to sixty dollars, most of them are. I feel like the the most of us now. seventy dollars now. Yeah, most of us are very very picky on what we play. And because of that, it kind of narrows our field, right? So I think the this is something I do like a lot about the Game Pass thing. Even though I make fun of it because it's just like I don't even know what's what anymore because they have so many subscription <laughs> services. But that's what I like about this is just like now, now I get these games on sale or for free, and it's and it just makes me makes me it'll make me like try out more games, right? If I had an Xbox, so I I do commend them for that. I do think. I do think it's really good. I I don't know. I'd have to ask someone that has like PlayStation Now, you know, that they're on the PlayStation subscription service, like how that feels compared to the Xbox Game Pass. But at first glance, the Game Pass feels like a, a fantastic deal. Yeah. I think just the fact that the Game Pass, because PS Now has a ton of games. I remember I actually tried out PS Now way back in the day too. Um, but, you know, Xbox had put out their first party games day one. Which is like crazy to think of, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, to put their big like Starfield is gonna be a day one game, a game that millions of people would buy for seventy bucks. Instead, they just pay fifteen bucks to play it. And so, but yeah, things like that get me very hyped. And so, games like Somerville, which is this game, it's probably actually one of my most anticipated games from E three. It's made by some of the people who worked on Inside and Limbo. Remember those games by Play Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. saw the trailer. I remember that. Okay, yeah. So it, it very much has those kind of vibes. I love those two games. Those are two of my favorite games of all time. And so the fact that that one, that next one's coming out, it's coming to Game Pass. It's coming in 2022. They were super hyped. You know, they had Psychonauts 2, a game that has been, you know, rum- not rumored, but it anticipated for a long time now. The first game is pretty good, but um, it's really it's really a solid platformer. But first and foremost, it's a really funny game. That game got a release date. It's in August. Um, so yeah, I don't know, there's just a ton of like really good news about games from the Xbox conference. And also I'm kind of comparing it with previous conferences and, you know, Xbox hasn't always had great conferences. And so in comparison to Xbox's other conferences, especially when you think of like, you know, with the pandemic and how so many games are being delayed right now, the fact that they were able to show so many games, uh, was personally a huge surprise. So I, I was very happy with the Xbox conference. Especially with, you know, Halo coming out this year with Starfield getting a release date, which is kind of crazy. Wait, it got a release date? Yeah. next. Well, that's a weird thing. It got a release date for next year, 11-11-22. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's going to get delayed. 
yeah from, from what we saw that game ain't coming out next year no way yeah i that, i would not be surprised that game gets delayed i'm surprised that game got a release date and halo which comes out in the this the this year didn't get a release date it just said holiday hilarious so that's that's interesting a little <laughs> in classic <concerning>. fashion <laughs> yeah, right yeah so i don't know and, and you know another highlight i think was the capcom conference I don't know if you watch that. I did um, a little bit, yeah. Here's some, uh, yeah. A quick thing here. Um, I mean, I, I should say that this, this you should we should commend the studios for coming out and putting on a, a show because we we did live in a year of COVID last year, and now that we're like out of it, we're kind of forgetting that that like for a whole year, studios were either like not working or working from home or just delaying all their games. So. Yeah, it, that was the thing that a lot of journalists was, were trying to push online and on Twitter throughout the weekend. Is just like, even if you are disappointed, don't just like go on Twitter and then just start bashing the studios. It's like we we all had a rough year last year, and that yeah. that includes game the gaming industry. So, like I, this is also why I didn't really have like crazy high high expectations because before even the conference started, I knew like a lot of the games I wanted to hear about, I wasn't gonna hear about them because they just weren't ready to tell anything. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just see what what happens, you know. Yeah. So that's that's like a thought you need to think about about the C three. It's that it was even less prepared than most C threes are. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think that you can kind of see that with all the game. Most of the game releases I saw from all the conferences were like 2022, if it even had a release date at all, you know. So it really seems like 2021 is going to be kind of sparse, just with development you know being behind because of covid but also just because the chip shortage i mean how many developers want to be making games on consoles that nobody has right and so i think that may be an issue as well not just consoles but pcs people can't even can't even buy gpus right now you know so i don't know it's just kind of hard which is why i think that uh a lot of games the the true next gen games i think will be saved for 2022 like the games that are only on next gen you know save it for here and there like obviously we had ratchet and clank was the next gen was only ps5 only game so we'll get little things like that but i think third party games it'll be a bit longer till till we see those i think even like first party games like god of war is still coming out for both the consoles true four and five so i think i honestly don't think we'll see ps5 and xbox series x exclusives like true exclusives until like 2023 2024 yeah, I think they're gonna keep putting them out for both for both for a while. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but you know the weird thing is that you know it's so funny. Xbox will say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna continue to support Xbox One," and PlayStation was like, "No, we believe in generations. You know, we're gonna make sure that you know we when we make the next generation console, we're gonna make things just for that generation. You know, because we believe in like pushing the games forward." And then now you have. Uh, PlayStation, you know, committing to support PS4 with, you know, God of War and things like that. But Starfield was announced to just be on Xbox Series X and S. So and will it not be on PC? It'll be on it'll be on PC as well. So PC, okay. yeah, then Xbox. Then the next gen Xbox. And same with the other game they announced, which was Redfall, another Bethesda game made by Arcane Studios. That's also only a next gen game. And they said that that game will be playable on Xbox One via x cloud so that's interesting you know what i mean like i don't know if that really i don't know if that really counts as saying you're continuing to support the xbox one but at the same time i mean 
I guess it's not it's better than not being able to play it at all. I don't know. It's it's what, weird. What is this game? Redfall? This is the first time I'm hearing of it. Oh yeah, Redfall. It just had a CG trailer that it was like with the one more thing announcement at the Xbox conference. It's supposed to be like this kind of weird uh single player or multiplayer like RPG shooter experience. Um yeah, it's made by the made by Arcane Studios. They did Prey. If we played that game, they also made um. Okay, I'm looking at it here. Yeah. Oh wait, I think I see. I think I saw this. Oh yeah, it's like the zombie game, man. Yeah? yeah, yeah, it has zombies yeah, in it. Yeah, I know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that, that, like that game's next. That's next gen only yeah. game too, and that's supposed to come out next year. Granted, it's only 2022, so you know, do your math is probably going to come out in 2023. So your, your prediction is still very much likely <laughs> of we'll only yeah. see true next gen games in 2023. Um, but yeah, with that being said, like, I think, like I said, I'm way pickier when it comes to games because I, I know I have to pay like 60 bucks for them. So I, I tend to gravitate, gravitate towards like big triple A's and like the big triple A, there weren't very many, at least not for PC and like obviously not for Sony because they weren't even there. Like the big things I was waiting on was like, okay, Starfield. Let me see what Starfield is all about. And what do we? We didn't get anything. We just got like, yeah, kind of what it trailer. looks like. I mean, it's gonna just been a cinematic. It, just, it says in engine, but that could be that could be anything. You know, mm-hmm. that could be like a cutscene. That could be exactly what it's gonna look like. Who knows? But and it didn't show any gameplay, obviously. And it was just a dude in a spaceship, and then the spaceship took off. Like. It was just slightly more than what they showed us last time. Last time we just saw the logo. Now we <laughs> see, we see the ship taking off. It's like, what's next? We see characters talking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we didn't get anything for Starfield. I think this this is what my sentiment with E three was. Was like, I didn't see anything, and then if you showed me something, it was barely anything. So we're pretty much on par for E three, honestly, because. Yeah. The other thing, the other big AAA game that I was interested in was uh, Battlefield 2042. So from from the get-go, before it even started, I knew the biggest information that I needed from Battlefield was the Battle Royale. Because, again, that's all I care about for Battlefield. Like, I'll probably try the multiplayer mode because it's got a bunch of new stuff, different stuff from Call of Duty. But I'm not going to buy it on release for the multiplayer. I'm going to buy whatever the BR comes out so I can play the Battle Royale. So, yeah, again, before the convention even started, I was already I was already off it because I was like, you're not going to show me any BR stuff, so I don't really care. Everything you show me is just, like, things that I'm, that I'm not really interested in, which is why at the top of the show I'm saying this was not my E3. Uh, honestly, looking at Twitter, it felt like it wasn't a lot of people's E3. Unless you're a Nintendo person, because for some reason, Nintendo people are just always happy. <laughs> yeah, n- n- Nintendo fans are a, a special breed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they, I don't, it's so weird. There's some things like, like Nintendo gets away with that nobody else could even possibly think of getting away with. You know what I mean? Uh, that being said, Nintendo did have a really good conference. Like, they had yes, some really yeah. cool games. So, yeah. props it feels to them like, for sure. Yeah, it feels like they, they hit, they hit on everything. Except the, how come there wasn't any news of like, the Nintendo Nintendo Switch Pro. Like, yeah, that's surprising. Everyone yeah. thought they were going to talk about it, and they didn't, didn't even bring it up. Yeah, that's the only thing that didn't come up that everyone thought was going to come up. But, you know, they got Smash characters, freaking uh, open world Dragon Ball Z. That kind of piqued my interest. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. 
uh, Mario Golf, some new Mario Party maps, you know, just... an online Mario Party game yeah. that combines the best mini games of all the Mario Party games. Like what? That sounds freaking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> a Mario Party game that you can let you that lets you save in the middle of a match. That you can come back to later with friends. Yeah, it's like what were these features like ten years ago? <laughs> but anyway, it's yeah, it's awesome. Technology has come a long way. For- <laughs> they 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 announced that Metroid game that was originally announced like rumored like ten years ago or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there, there's some definitely like big get hype moments than at the uh, Nintendo show. Yeah. Oh, the other thing is, once again, like every year they talk about Ubisoft talks about Assassin's Creed, and I'm just like, why don't I like this game more? I feel like I should really like this game more because their trailers and they're like, there's something about the way you present Assassin's Creed that just makes it look so fun. It's like, oh, you're like in the medieval times, you're doing all this cool stuff and all those things. Like you and I both, we get into the game and then we just lose interest within hours. <laughs> yeah. like, what is wrong with us? Why do we not like this game more? I don't know. It's it's very strange. Yeah, there's a few games like that for sure. But yeah, I think overall, uh, what, what I've seen at least on, on Twitter and things like that is like people think that the Xbox and Nintendo ones were good. Everything else is bad. <laughs> and there were some really bad shows. I mean, there was like the PC gaming show was awful. Oh, man. There was a Gearbox show that was awful. I feel so bad. 2K Games, they did, they did this panel. And it was like a, a diversity inclusion, diversity and inclusion panel, which is like really cool. But man, like I can't think of like a worse place to have that. Like to be like, hey, we're having a, at least people in the chat thought there was like a 2K, like we're going to announce some games press conference. And it starts, then it started talking about diversity and inclusion. And you can imagine how toxic the chat was, dude. It was oh, horrible. yeah. Oh, man. So, that sucks. yeah, there was some interesting things like that. There was, there there were like press conferences dedicated to one game, like Back for Blood had its own thing, which you can obviously tell, like how could one game be have it interest, interesting enough to be like a one hour thing? It can't. That was very boring. Uh, so yeah, there, there were some definitely like bad things about it, but what conference had those like that one detective game? Dude, I was watching, I was watching the conference and they were literally talking about like a detective game where you just go around asking questions and doing stuff like that. And I was just like, what, what is, what am I watching? <laughs> there were so many like, like character talking games. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it was a Capcom one. Uh, probably not. Whatever. Capcom came on and did a lot of the anime stuff, you know? Yeah. Typical. Hey, uh, so yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of Capcom, though, what about Guardians of the Galaxy? That was a game we saw a lot of, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy, Ugh. 2021, October, release date, which is Dude. very close. Which is, honestly, usually it's a good thing when the game is coming out soon, but considering what we saw from the Avengers game, I, I feel like they just threw something together again and just <laughs> throw it at <Yeah>. us. <laughs> I do not have high expectations of that at all. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a perfect, because it's coming out on Switch too, right? I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, is it really? I think so. Yeah, I think it's coming out on Switch too. Oh my god, that'd be a great Switch game. Like, is it, it on sale it for run. like twenty five dollars? It's like, all right, that's cool. I could get that for twenty five dollars for the Switch. Just play that while traveling or something. I'm not buying that for my PS five. Come on, man, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is what's gonna happen for that game. This is a perfect example of a game. I was like, I'll watch streams of it when it comes out, and if I don't hate it, I'll wait for it to come be on sale. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll, this is definitely not a, oh my goodness, I have to buy this off off the shelves, you know? Yeah, that's fair. We did see a lot of that game, though. What, what happened to 
to that DC Suicide Squad game. Remember that? Yeah, it was rock by Rocksteady. It was announced, but uh, what about the freaking we Batman don't know anything game? About it. The Arkham Asylum game. You see, this, this one's yeah, about, yeah, that was another game too. Was, yep, yeah, that's another one too. I mean, I'm sure they're all just delayed, so uh, that's why we didn't hear anything about it. This is what I'm talking about, dude. All these games that I wanted to hear about, nothing. And Same thing. Just, I mean, all the Xbox games are announced at last year's E3, or, or the last time we had E3, weren't even brought up, except for Star. I guess Starfield wasn't there because they weren't part of Xbox. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it is frustrating. Like you're, it's like going to a. Uh, like when I was at car conventions with like a bunch of concept cars, it's like, wow, these cars look really crazy futuristic. You'll never see them actually like this. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's like, this is like the cutting edge of like the games industry. Maybe that's what we need. We need to like rethink what E3 is. Because like, I, I feel like every, every year we go into E3, we're going to see games that we're going to see like this year or early next year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we really need to think about E3 as games that are just like essentially an alpha. Like, just concept, right? Yeah. And I think if we go in with that expectation, we'll be a lot more pleased. Cause I agree with that. Just year after year, we just go into E3 thinking we're going to see something that's going to, like, wow us for right now, right? But it's always just concept stuff. Stuff so early in production that they barely should even be telling us about it. I mean, think about, like, Ghost of Tsushima, like, a game that I loved was, like, two years, like, two, three years ago at E3. Like, it was forever ago. Mm-hmm. And they sh- they showed they showed a decent amount like they showed enough that I'd be like oh yeah this game's kind of ready dude next year nope two two and a half years later it came out so yeah we need to think of E three as like the concept car show <laughs> mm-hmm. the flying car show yeah I I I definitely agree with that you know people need to simmer their expectations and understand kind of like what stage most of the games are gonna be seeing are in. <laughs> For sure. Like even the, it just reminds me like the first time they announced Last of Us Part Two, it, it was just like a very quick cinematic at E3, and it was like still a year and a half, two years out. So, yeah, this is how kind of how, how it Did is. you watch the uh, trailer for Outer Worlds Two? It's very much on the nose about E3. You would very much appreciate it. It was like, yeah, it was very much just like on the nose of like how. These like CG trailers come out to get you hyped oh, up, but like yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. about the trailer is indicative of the game itself, and nothing's yeah. right except for the, the title. Yeah, I remember I was watching. I was like, "This, this, this is trying to be real meta, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, listen to this huge noise. Look at this monster that you'll never see in the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's really all. That's really all I had about E3. Just I liked Cap. I liked Xbox. I liked Nintendo. No thoughts on Halo? Multiplayer Oh, yeah, Halo? I was going to say, yeah, f- yeah, Halo multiplayer. They talked a lot about it. Got me really hyped. Like, the fact that it's free to play was already rumored. So I already knew that. But some really cool things they're doing with the Battle Pass for the game. So the Battle Pass doesn't expire, which is, to me, it's awesome. Oh, that's new. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool. So you it's buy like it one time and it's over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you buy it, then, like, you, you feel like you have to rush through it, and then, you know... What happens at the end of the year? The battle pass expires, and you're like, "Why would I want to buy the next one?" Like, you know what I mean? It's like, "Oh, why would I want to buy another one if I didn't finish the last one?" But now it's like it never expires. If you miss a battle pass, you can go back and you can buy a previous one. You can like set which battle pass you're working on, kind of thing, you know. So, I think that's a really smart way to do the battle pass system, and just the fact that it's free to play and it's on PC and console. That I just think that the player base is going to be so huge for that game. Yeah. 
and I'm, I'm just I'm just really excited to get back into it. Like I haven't played Halo multiplayer. I've been dabbling in it in it because I have it on PC right now, the Master Chief Collection. But hearing all the different updates they're doing to the game, I, mean, I can go in, into detail with you. But you know, you don't play Halo, so I do not. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, what, why does that matter? But like, it's a big deal, <laughs> and I don't know. Just I, I'm very excited because I just love that kind of like arcadey kind of shooter. Um. I feel like lately we just had so much more like realistic with the bullet spray and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, you know what I mean? I like Overwatch. I like the more arcadey kind of feeling shooting games. So, yeah, yeah, I'm very much just interested in it. Um, I can't wait to do like big team battles and see what kind of custom matches people make up. So, yeah, that's gonna be a ton of fun. When you said, uh, uh, I just wouldn't understand. Just imagine like a teenager telling their friends, "You just don't understand, Bob." <laughs> <laughs> I can't I thinking, pause the multiplayer game, Bob. Yeah, I, I think of that joke of like Nick Swartzen of like his his little nephew telling about all the Pokemon cards. Like, oh, I have this Pokemon card does this Pokemon card and does this, and he he listens to him for like four to five minutes, and he goes in the bathroom with the kid, and he's like, hey, yeah, let me show you all these shampoo bottles. You know, this shampoo does this, <laughs> this condition does that, and he's like, he's like, that's what it feels like when you talk to me about Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't want, I don't want to bore you with that. There are literally dozens of Halo fans out there. <laughs> dozens of you. Dozens would... of us. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, that's pretty much the big news of E3. Mm-hmm. Lots of indie games, lots of small stuff that, again, we're just not going to bore you with. The Somerville, I, I was I looked at the, the trailer of Somerville again. Again, I would play it if it was like $5. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like, is Somerville, if I had to pay for it, I wouldn't pay because I love those games, I would pay 20 bucks for it. And for me, that's like a lot for a game that's that small. Yeah. So like people, small, some people are like 20 yeah. bucks, but I'm like, yeah, because I'm the same way. Especially with single player games. I'm like, I paid un- for Uncharted 5. I bought it for 10 bucks and then I sold it back to GameStop for five, for like five or four bucks. And that's exactly how much money I thought it was worth. And that's not me saying it was a bad game. It was a really fun game. But, you know, I played it over a weekend and then never need to play it again. So I don't know why I would have to pay a ton of money for it. Uncharted 4, you mean? Most recent uh, one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uncharted 4. Yeah. Uh, only, only Uncharted ever ever beaten, too, by the way. So Really? It's the only one I haven't beaten. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally, I literally have like three chapters left. And I was just like, I'm just tired of playing this game. <laughs> I just don't want to play it anymore. So I stopped. Uh, and then uh, I got a PS5 and, and got rid of it. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, don't go away. Oh, yeah, the Somerville. Um, yeah, I'd pay it. I'd pay like 10 bucks for it. Yeah. But again, that's why, like, that's why Game Pass is good, right? <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. I and hey, that. if you add, add five more bucks to that, and you can play it for 15 bucks with Game Pass. I mean, on think PC. about it, like, what's it so. called? Uh, Hellblade, which I loved, was like $15, $20 or something like that. That, that game was cheap, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. That game is freaking fantastic for that for that price tag. I don't know. It's, I just wish more games were that price, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be very nice. Um, I have one more piece of news, gaming news. That's not E3 related, but it did make this week become a really good week for games to, for me, one of the best week in games news. Hit me with it. Okay, so... The new World of Warcraft expansion 9.1 was announced to release in two weeks today. This is a patch? Yeah, 9.1. Okay. That's yeah. Expansion. I like, but I mean, you have to understand, we've been on the, the 9.0 patch, which is the patch that the 
expansion came out with since the beginning of the expansion. So it's been almost eight months. What the it, heck? That feels like, yeah, that's forever. Yes, that's it is a very long time. This is the longest introductory patch of World of Warcraft period, including Classic WoW. <laughs> like it, like 9.1 obviously got delayed because of COVID and other issues, but man, it has been, this has been probably been the most bored I've ever been in World of Warcraft in my entire life. Besides maybe WAD. Warlords of Draenor, which is like everyone understands is the worst yeah, expansion of all I time. Play, I didn't even play that one. Yeah, so it, it's been rough, but yeah, new patch date, two weeks away. People are mad that they didn't give us more notice, but I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just glad we're getting it soon. People, some people are like, they should have like sat on it and, you know, announced it a month away to give us time. And it's like, a, what? Time? You've had eight months. Yeah, it's been for what, that's what crazy. What more time do you like, need? You were on the same patch for that entire time, like the same raid. Same. Yes, everything. imagine that. Our our guild has stopped has stopped raiding for months now. We, we all just got bored. Yeah, yeah. It's way it's way too much. So yeah, that was very good news to hear today. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm happy for you. We're gonna just still enjoying well. And I, I know you're not happy about it, but I'm happy about it. I had to share my happiness. You know, you, you came in here saying that you're going to be super negative about E3, so I, I'm trying to just bring the positivity back up. Yeah, bring the positivity. It's because I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Whenever, uh, dude, whenever God of War 2 comes out, I'll be raving with positive, well, positivity, I'm sure. But right now, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of sitting here with my freaking uh, uh, Netflix box called ps5 so <laughs> yeah, are, are you gonna sell your ps5 and then buy it back in like a year or two like the Dude, ps4 i could sell this thing for like what six hundred dollar profit probably you, you probably could yeah for and sure and then just buy it again in like two three years when a bunch of games come out that's what i did with the ps4 i just literally sold it for a profit and then like buy it bought the smaller version two years later it's hilarious i'm not gonna do that though because I, I don't <laughs> i don't know i don't know when the chip shortage is gonna end so I'm not gonna take that chance. <laughs> yeah, true. Good, good man. Anyway, I think that's what we got. E3. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you, everyone out there got something out of it, and uh, hopefully you didn't hate it. And <laughs> we hope E3. We hope you didn't hate it. Hope you didn't hate it. And uh, if you did, uh, don't blame them too bad. COVID was rough, and uh, hopefully some new games come out pretty soon. We we got. Uh, what's it called? Freaking uh, New World beta next next month. Can't wait. We're gonna start that up. I'll probably stream it. I don't know. It'll probably be a pretty boring stream, but who cares? And uh, I think that's the big thing. That's the big game coming up soon, right? It's New World, probably. I got nothing else in my head. No, yep, yeah, New World, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, crap. What's that game called? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah. there's there's a game on coming out on Xbox. I'm very excited about. It's coming out like in a few weeks. Dark Alliance, but nobody cares about that, so it's okay. I'm only playing because it's coming to Game Pass, so it's Dozens okay. Dozens of us, I'm telling you. Dozens. Okay. Anyway, that's that's our show. Thanks for listening. Uh, please share the show with your gamer friends and uh, come back next time. Peace.